0: Welcome to The Travelling Senorita, episode number 83. Pounding through them this year, and this time I'm going to be talking about a destination. Um, In between, I do a story, a character story of fabulous people all around the world, usually um, artisans of some sort, be it chefs, musicians, Uh, artists potters you name it they uh, have been on Travelling Senorita and in between I do a destination story every second week Uh, and this week I'm bringing um, back an old one I did Uh, I wrote about in Women's Day actually uh, a few years ago now but it's kind of still really relevant probably more so now Uh, seeing as the international bubble has uh, shriveled down to domestic travel. So today I'm doing a little bit of a run around Hobart town, which will touch a little on Bruni Island, but I'd like to do that one separately because there's just so much going on there. Um, And also up around the Agrarian Kitchen, which I really want to talk about. That's super fun place there. So Hobart town. Heading uh, to Hobart, I realized on the plane as I was reading a magazine, the um, in-flight magazine, that um, Midnight Oil uh, were playing in Hobart when we would touch down. So I thought, right, we have to, that's a sign, we've definitely got to get tickets to Midnight Oil um, playing um, out near Mona, the Museum of New and Modern Art. so we got tickets to midnight oil and that was our first night in hobart landing in hobart i always head around the wharf area and over to the henry jones hotel that's where we choose to stay um i had a night in the henry jones hotel and then a night at mac q1 which was the newer version um the the sister venue to Henry Jones uh, Art Hotel but on the more so on the water and a very contemporary building Henry Jones um, Art Hotel is a very old building it's in the old jam factory um, IXL building I think it is and it also have houses like um, universities and schools and artisans um, workshops and what-have-you and then this beautiful hotel in the cobblestone old um, stone building that is the old jam factory on the wharf in Hobart so Henry Jones Hotel fun place to stay because it's literally an interactive art gallery that weaves through the hallways and into your rooms so it's um, often uh, it's exhibitions by students in the nearby art schools um, or leading artists from around uh, Tasmania and just really cool hotel. So themed with art on the walls and in the rooms, uh, but also has that old world kind of cobblestone feel to it. Really cosy and just has that real history um, of Tasmania. As I said, that the brother version, uh, the brother venue, sorry, MAC Q1, which had only recently opened when I visited there, is a beautiful building, lots of like exposed timber and just gorgeous open windows right on the wharf that is also even though it's a contemporary build it also is about the old Tasmania so each room um, legend has it has the ghosts of um, you know convicts and and people that have passed in um, in the wharf district of Hobart so they've themed each room and it really did feel quite eerie um, I can't remember the name of the character of the room we stayed in but I believe she was a um, bit of a heathen and she she, um, you know had a bit of history around the wolf area and uh, the ghost that passed um, the hallways also have, the, you know, all the, the the pictures of people that have passed. And there's this real kind of dark, eerie feeling to it. But it's beautiful. It's it's too beautiful to be too scary. Um, and it's just a gorgeous hotel. So q one um, has a great whiskey bar right on the edge of the water. It has a beautiful contemporary restaurant in the middle. And then there's a few other um, Asian-inspired restaurants and what have you uh, in the hotel as well. So q one I... I did enjoy staying there, but I do enjoy staying more at the Henry Jones Hotel. So what I would do is stay at the Henry Jones Art Hotel and then head across to Mackey for a, an aperitif and something to eat. Um, also at the Henry Jones Art Hotel is a beautiful uh, restaurant. There's a couple of restaurants, cafes in the open piazza area, but we chose the um, Peacock and Jones, which was the very um, Tasmania fresh produce menu, but also quite Quite modern dining. I wouldn't say fine dining, but just a really um, good array of food on the menu and chefs that know what they're doing and very much highlighting local uh, produce and wines from around the region. So that's um, my little tip for staying in Hobart. And obviously, where you are there, um, I think it's on the north side of the wharf. You can just walk back around and grab one of your, you know, famous scallop pies from the, the wharf there and then over to salamanca where you've got salamanca square where there's a lot of um old pubs and greek restaurants and of course the salamanca markets which are an institution to hobart and i strongly suggest spending hours there on uh, saturday morning they are rather than like i did and racing around before i had to head to the airport so it's definitely like vintage finds and lots of local artisans and um, really is very much an institution for Hobart the Salamanca markets um, as is Salamanca Square which when we were there they were doing tango Fridays and, and really cool stuff so yeah the heartbeat of um, Hobart is definitely Salamanca markets and the square and just around the whole wharf there is, is really amazing um, and second to that Uh, The newer part is Catch the Ferry Across, which is so quirky with animals and stuffed animals and noises and um, history of the wolves, again, is very apparent when you catch the ferry across to Mona, the Museum of New and Modern Art, which is literally like, I don't know, Mad Max on a hilltop. Um, And the best way to go in, as I said, is on the ferry and then climb the hill and and go and have a look at the incredible um, underground um museum which has just got yeah things from um vagina walls right through to poo making machines which I'm not really describing very well but it's like interactive modern art like I've never seen before so um well done well done um congratulations to David Walsh and all the money that he's put into Um, that museum for the people so yeah big gambling debt there that he thought he'd just uh put to the side and uh open up the museum of new and modern art for the people which literally has made has put Tasmania particularly Hobart on the map um for national international travel it's just incredible people actually fly in there just specifically to catch the ferry across to Mona so good on him for um building his uh you know his dreams and putting into the heart of the the um city that he loves David Walsh that is um so moving on uh from Hobart just for just for a moment there um as I said definitely you've got to get to Mona because it's just incredible um but when you uh, head into um other spaces you can um you know kind of travel around the Derwent River. For not that far, we hired a car outside of Hobart. I think we got it at the airport, actually. And then within about 45 minutes, you hit places like New Norfolk um, and Loughlin, uh which is as I said, along the Derwent River, always very picturesque around Tasmania, and then in about 45 minutes, and you get to a place called the Agrarian Cooking School and Farm. So firstly, you get to Lachlan, outside of Hobart, and you go and check out the cooking school and the farm. So this is one of the first um, that I know of in the agri-tourism space that popped up a few years ago, um, husband and wife team. Uh, one of them is a food writer, um, and they just really enjoyed growing and cooking on their farm. And then ex- from that, the expansion was to open up the cooking school and host people, bespoke groups come through to the agrarian um, cooking school and farm, and they learn all about the growing right to the plate. And then, if that wasn't enough, they opened this wicked um, agrarian kitchen which is a restaurant, eatery, function space, kiosk um, in the town of New Norfolk, which is only about a five-minute drive from the, the farm um, cooking school. And then you get there and it's, it's housed in an old psychiatric establishment (laughs) psychiatric ward if you like with the you know complete with the green lino um, white walls and weird light fittings and you feel like it's in it's in a beautiful building because it's all the old um, exposed bricks and it's got that sort of like gravel feeling when you come in um, in in the driveway and it's just got trees lining and it's Norfolk's and Norfolk pines and it's just a beautiful. Um, space, but when you actually go inside the agrarian kitchen to the eatery and you, and you hear the, um, the history of it being, um, yeah, the, the loony bin, you really start to feel um, the character behind this agrarian kitchen. So they have got the open plan kitchen, it's got banging food, really good chefs, award winning young chefs, and you know, just coming up through the ranks. They cure their own meats, make their own breads. It's all done in front of you. And it's just Tasmanian, tastes of Tasmania absolutely epitomizes uh, what Tasmania is about. It's just wrapped it all up into one fine menu coupled with uh, wines from around the area. But also you've got all the farm produce from the agrarian um, cooking school and farm down the road so it just ties in really nicely but the edge that really got me was the fact that it was that you know the loony bin, one of the first um old, I think it's one of the oldest buildings in Tasmania and one of the first places that um the convicts per se landed when they were losing their minds so yeah very eerie uh, I love the architecture uh, the interior design of what they've done because they've kept the kind of you know pressed tin metal uh, roofs and green lino but they've added like modern fixtures throughout to make it an um, an eatery. Absolutely worth a visit. I believe it won like the best regional restaurant in its first year of opening um, which was a few years ago now, but yeah, the agrarian Kitchen uh, loved it. So we did that as a little kind of side day trip to Hobart um, and then came back to Hobart that night, went into Franklin Square where they have the street food markets, which is also, again, all about farm fresh produce that they bring into the square and have a street food fiesta on a Friday night. So that's that's my little run around Hobart. Um, I was uh, just going to give a side note on Bruny Island because it's just definitely um, worth the quick god i think it was only like 15 minutes if not half an hour to get a ferry across um, from huon valley to bruni island Uh, and as soon as you get there you've got your brewery cheesemakers uh you know chocolate makers you name it it's all there and on a really rustic island that has another vibe that adds to the apple isle of tasmania um but i'll do a separate one on bruni because there's a lot going on there and cheesemakers through to chefs and pig farmers. So next time I'm talking about uh, our southern neighbours in Tasmania, I will do a run around Bruni Island. But I hope you enjoyed Hobart today. It's such a cracker. And um, yeah, I know it's very busy at the moment with domestic travel, but it's also worth going. Um, They've just had the uh, dark, dark FOMO on just like a very eerie festival on the islands Um, and you know mona's involved in that as well so there's a lot going on in uh, adelaide there's a festival of the voice voice hopefully that goes ahead in july so yeah i choose to go there in winter it just makes it even darker and more juicier so that's my little run around of hobart town thanks for tuning in adios